Welcome to the King's Chapel Alaska podcast. From wherever you are listening, we are so excited that you tuned in today. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's Word. Hebrews 11. How Faith Works, Part 2. So we'll read this, and then I'm going to set, a, set some groundwork. Um, we, we started this last week, and I got more, um, uh, more texts and people responding saying, oh, that helped me. So we'll do some review, and then we'll get into uh, the rest of, uh, of the series here, Part 2 tonight, How Faith Works. So here we go. Hebrews 11, chapter 1. And I think we can stand now. Let's go ahead and stand up. If you're not able to stand, just stand up on the inside. And I'm going to read from the King James. Got my Dakes Bible tonight. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Let's all say that together. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Say it like you mean it with a little bit of attitude. Feel free to shake your head and, and have some fun. You ready? One, two, three. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Oh God, come and mess us up with truth. May we never be the same. Because you would speak to us tonight with great clarity. We ask, Lord, give us living understanding. Open our ears. Open our hearts to hear. Release revelation that causes a revolution in our lives. And we thank and praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. There There are principles of how to walk in breakthrough power all of your life. And if you don't learn those principles involved in the operation of faith, you're going to be hindered. And honestly, I've found most Christians are anemic when it comes to seeing mountains moved in their life. Most Christians, most, I'm not saying you, but if the shoe fits, feel free to put it on, tie it. And then, amen, let's get rid of those shoes and put on some new ones tonight. Most Christians don't operate in the level of faith that God would have us to operate. And I'm talking about the kind of faith, not the kind of faith where you're filling out an application and it says, what is your faith? You know, Christian, Buddhist, uh, Jewish. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about faith like, like the Lord had. Faith to heal the, heal the blind man, to set the captives free. Faith to bring recovery of sight, healing of the brokenhearted, to do what God called us to do, faith. Most people don't know how to grow their faith. Most people don't realize that faith is imperative. God commands us, and I want you to go there. Romans chapter 1 commands us to live by by faith. Romans 1 and 17. For there there is, therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. I want you to say that. The just shall live by faith. The just literally means those who've been redeemed, those who've been washed, those by merit of the death and resurrection of the Lord Jesus are made just. They're justified, just as if they didn't sin. The just. The just shall live by faith. No, I can't hear you. The just shall live by faith. So if you're to live by faith, if you're to live by faith and you go and you look at this text and you study live, it's not zoe, it's, it's a different Greek word, but it's a, it's a word for life as well. And to live by faith, if the just, the righteous, made righteous by the blood, are supposed to live by faith, I would say it's relatively important that you know what faith is and that you know how to live by it. And yet most people can quote that scripture, but I mean, that doesn't really make much sense. To many people, confident assurance, says another version of what we cannot see. Those declared righteous, you're made righteous, the just shall live by faith. If you're righteous, raise your hand in here. It's okay. If you're saved, you're righteous. All right. So God's word tells us it's a righteous to live by faith. So how can we live by faith if we don't know how it is or how it works? How faith works, part two. Here's, Here's some reasons to work on and to understand faith. Turn to Ephesians chapter 2. Just a little background before we get into Hebrews 11. Ephesians 2 and 8. For it is by grace you have been through, excuse me, through faith. So, I mean, you're not getting saved without faith. Pretty important, faith. 
Grace and salvation come through faith. So we need to learn about faith. We need to grow in faith. Amen. 1 Timothy 6.12. Now, this is not the be-all message on faith. Faith has many, many facets, like I said last week, like a diamond. This is an aspect of learning about faith. Uh, 2 Timothy 6.12. Fight the good fight of Fight the good fight of what? So there's a fight in faith, and there's a fight for your faith. And I've seen many people lose their faith. I've seen people on fire, then a year later, cursing God. Anybody else know what I'm talking about? I've seen people so discouraged and so downhearted. And they're like, well, the Lord, if you didn't love me, then you'd have done it for me. Well, maybe you need to do something. Okay, 1 John uh, 5. It's victory time. Ready? 1 John 5, 4. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Even our faith. Wow. Not sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down, sometimes you're level to the ground. It's up and up, from glory to glory, from faith to faith. That's the way it should be. Not hanging your head with your lips so low that you're sucking marbles out of a gopher hole. So on fire, so filled with the dynamic and confidence of what God's Word says about you that you're just like walking on, walking on air all the time. And yeah, you'll go through stuff, but your faith, there's a fight for your faith. Hebrews 11.6. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. We should just stop right there for a second. You won't find one scripture where it says you please God by coming to church. Now, should you come to church? Yeah. You don't find any scripture that says that, you know, because you're singing good, you please him. You please God by faith. So the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I'm trying to get it in your spirit. Try it again. Now faith is the of things, the evidence of things not seen. All right. So... Hebrews eleven six and without faith, it's impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he's a rewarder of those who earnestly or diligently seek him. Must believe. We've taken a lot of plane uh, airline you know, flights lately. And, um, you know, if you, if you go ahead and you book a flight with Alaska Airlines or American Airlines or whatever airline you book, with, you know, you're going to get a boarding time, okay? It's not optional. So there's a boarding time. And if the boarding time is 11.15, they're going to start to board thereabouts unless there's some kind of technical problem or there's weather. There's different things that happen that can bring delay. But generally, it's going to board at 11.15. So you best have your your body and your, your luggage on 45 minutes before 45 minutes before the plane takes off, there's no more luggage going on the plane. So if you think you can just wisp on in a half an hour before, you better just have carry-on because, uh, sweetheart, your bags ain't getting on the plane, right? So if you don't get to the gate when, the, when, when they're closing the gate, which is 10 minutes before departure, okay, you can beg, you can whine, you can squeal, and uh, I have done some of that before. Most recently, my wife was coming on another plane. We were meeting at an airport. Her plane was late, and our plane was taking off. And I just, you know, Daniel and I were there, and he's like, he's like what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to use my authority because this plane ain't going without your mom on it. <laughs> She's like, what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm going to do everything I can. So I just went up to the desk. You know, it's about time to close. I said, you got to wait. They said, Why? I said, my wife has got to be on this plane. And they said, what plane is she coming? And then all of a sudden, they just moved heaven and earth. We had favor. You know, I mean, the, the guy, you know, junior boy, young guy, ran to go meet my wife, coming, ran all the way with her, helping to carry her luggage and everything. 
But the truth is, must, you must be there by the time the doors close. You ain't getting on the plane. Anybody ever missed a plane? Yeah, they're, when, they're, when they're backing up, they're pushing back from the gate, game over. Yeah, why? Because you had to be there. You must be at the gate. You must be on the plane or the door's going to close. So it's impossible to please God without faith. And it goes on to say, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists. Wow, that's crazy. That's amazing. You got, you, it's a must. Faith is a must. All right, let's, let's look at this test. Now, faith, the confidence of what we hope for, assurance of what we do not see. What's interesting in this, and I want you to go to Hebrews now 11, and just go back a verse because uh, they put chapters in our Bibles, but there's no chapters in the original, okay? So the, they'll throw a chapter there, and we can just jump on with a conjunction, really in the Hebrew, uh, pardon me, in the Greek, is there's a conjunction now. Now is a conjunction, and uh, it can be written and, it can be written therefore. Uh, it happens to say now, but it's not talking about right now. It's not talking about look at your clock now. Is is talking about that, but now is a conjunction. If you can, if I can just help you with language. So if you read Hebrews 10.39, 10.39 through Hebrews 11.1 1 is really the way to read that. And, and I'm going to take now and I'm going to pull it. I'm going to put a different conjunction. I'm going to put therefore in. I did this last time and take, taking a little bit of liberty, but not much really. Because it just reads a, a little bit of a different understanding. Hebrews 10.39 but we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. Therefore, faith is the substance of things hoped for. See, it reads just a little bit different. Therefore, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So there, there's, not a, there's not a tense there with now, but with is, in other words, it doesn't say Therefore, faith is, or we could say now, now faith was. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say now faith is going to be. It's a definition of what faith is. Faith is always present tense right now. Faith. Faith is. Okay. The present, your present faith will cause you to have a future harvest. And we picked on our, I'm going to say that again. Your present faith determines your future harvest. And let me say this. What you have right now? is a result many times of the seed that you sowed in the previous season, the prayers that you prayed. So if you're living in breakthrough right now, it could very well be because of the decisions and choices that you made in a previous season. Keep doing the good thing. Keep making right choices. Amen. Keep walking in faith. Don't walk by, by sight. And uh, many people, they start living for Jesus, and they're like, man, the whole thing's not turned around. You jacked your life up for 10 years. You come to Jesus for six months, and you think you got it all set up, three Coca-Colas and a large pizza with pepperoni, and it's all just all good. And it's not all good. Sometimes it takes a little bit to unravel that rat's nest that you created through your disobedience and your sin and the sin of others. We picked on Minister Tammy. She's into tomatoes. I learned some things in, in that lesson at that, that time. Talked about tomatoes, you know. She said, oh, yeah, I love tomatoes. We start tomatoes. And when do you start tomatoes? She's like, January. Start growing tomatoes in Alaska in January. Inside. It takes a while. If you put a tomato seed in the ground, it doesn't just instantaneously become a plant. And many of you are taking steps of faith, but you don't see the full harvest of that thing. A, a, a farmer or somebody with a green thumb, a tomato grower, someone like Minister Tammy, let's say, she didn't expect to get a harvest from her tomatoes in February because there's a time stamp. Pastor Karen preached a great word. On every seed, every seed has a time stamp. All right, what does substance, what does substance mean? Well, it's real physical matter of which a person or a thing consists. It's that which is tangible, solid presence. Your, your senses can contact it, particular kind of matter. Here, let me give you a uh, dictionary definition. It seems it's, sustains is that with substance is that which can be perceived by our senses. So it's something that can be perceived by our senses. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. 
Faith is the evidence of things not seen. Most believers live according, if when you, when you hear things not seen, what do you think of? I, right. Ojo. I got in Spanish. Ojos. So when you think of senses, you think of eyes, but it's not just talking about eyes. How many senses do you have? There's five senses. Hey, you guys are good. Okay, there's taste, there's sight, there's touch, there's hearing, and smell. So we walk not by, not by sight, but by faith. We walk by faith, not by what is seen, not by what is seen. Not by your eyesight, not by what you smell, not by what you feel, not by your senses. You, that's not how you're supposed to walk. But I want to tell you that most believers walk by what they can feel. And I've had people tell me, man, the presence of God is here. Man, all my hair is standing on end. Listen, your hair standing on end is not necessarily an indication. Let me just say, that is not the indication that the power of God is here. You know what the indication of the power of God is here? The Word of God is the indication that the power of God is here, whether your hair stands on end or not. And I love when my hair stands on end. and You know. Faith is evidence. Evidence. What's, what's another word for evidence? Proof. What a cute word. Proof. 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 Faith is the evidence or the proof that validates the existence of something you don't have. Let me run that through again. Listen, if you could pay attention to this, this puzzle that I put together, I do believe it's going to change your life. Otherwise, we should just go home. I'm not here just to fulfill some religious obligation. I'm going to hear you to get something from God to change your life, all right? Amen. Evidence is proof. Proof. Has anybody here seen a live woolly mammoth? No? Does anybody know what this is? Anybody? What is this, Minister Barry? It's a tusk of a woolly mammoth. This is evidence. It's proof. Now, you've never seen one but I'm, I'm holding proof of one. I'm holding evidence. Faith. Faith, evidence, proof of what you cannot see. For years, I taught it this way. If you had a hope of going over to shake Dr. David's hand, so my hope, my dream, is to shake his hand. Faith. I've taught it this way and heard it taught this way, and, and it's good, but, but I didn't never quite get it like I'm about to bring it to you. Faith is the action you take on your way to your hope, and I like that. I do like that. That's good, but it's missing something. So faith is the action I'm taking. So by my hope is I'm going to make it over to this handsome, young, anointed doctor, and I'm going to shake his hand. God bless you. Faith. Faith. Faith is the proof or the validation of something that you don't presently have. Proof or the validation of something you don't presently have. You say, well, I, what are you talking about? I'm a little confused. Well, hang, hang in there. What does evidence prove? What, what does proof do? It shows or it validates that something exists that you don't see. Okay, so you said, well, I've never seen, I've never seen a woolly mammoth. So there ain't no woolly mammoths out there. Now you're stupid. Because we have we have evidence. And this is just, this is the first time I came to Alaska to preach. The very first time I came, I did a men's encounter and God wrecked the place. I mean, we had this power encounter. This guy was so moved, he went up to his uh, went home and uh, brought this back and said, This. I found on the tundra, and I want to give it to you. He gave it to me. It was very special to me. I've had it for all those years. This is proof, evidence of the fact that the woolly mammoth exists. Faith is the proof, the evidence of what you cannot see. Well, according to what? That's a good question. It's a great question, in fact. Evidence of things not seen. I want you to turn, please, 
to your Bible. Romans 10. Faith is evidence or proof of things that are not perceived by your senses. How about that? We walk by faith, not by sight, not by our senses, not by our smell, touch, feeling, sight, hearing. We walk by faith, not by our senses. Say it again. We walk by faith, not by our senses, by the evidence, proof of what I cannot see. All right. See, the realm of the supernatural, there's a seen realm, which is called the temporal realm, which you see right now, and there's the unseen realm. <laughs> the unseen realm. Romans 10. And uh, verse 8. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, that means near. Even in thy mouth and thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. Verse 17 of that same chapter. So faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God's word, the word of faith, say it this way. What is the word that they preached? Anybody. The go- absolutely right, the gospel. What's the word they're preaching? The gospel. What's the gospel? Jesus Christ crucified, resurrected from the dead. Believe on the Lord Jesus, you shall be saved. It's the, but it's more than that. It's the kingdom of God. It's, it's God's kingdom. It's not just salvation. I told you that. If it's just salvation, then, then you pray, you give your heart to Jesus, and uh, you, you just drop dead, and you go straight to heaven. If it was just about getting saved, then you would drop dead. No. The just, the righteous, you're made righteous, and then you're supposed to live by faith. So there's a, a process that God has us in to use us to bring his kingdom into the earth. And many people don't know how to access the invisible. There, there are things that God wants you to bring. Come on, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How is it in heaven? Well, you can go and read through the scriptures and read the book of Revelation. There's no sickness. There's no disease. There's no infirmity. There's no sorrow. There's no sadness. There's more than enough. He's paved the streets with gold in heaven. One pearl depending upon how you look at it. Am I right, Mr. Revelation? One giant pearl, that's the size of the oyster. One pearl is the gate to heaven. And I'm not talking small. I'm like, big old pearl. And I thought, does anybody like oysters? I love oysters, man. That had to be a big one right there. Hallelujah. Couldn't slide that one back, no doubt. The word of faith, which we preach. What, the, what is the word of faith? It's the gospel, which we preach. The word of faith. If you learn about, you're, getting, you're gathering information. Okay, let me say it this way. If you, go, if you go and you watch the news, you're gonna get information, the nightly news, right? I've become a little bit of a news hound, but it is, uh, it's just crazy how, how divided it is. It's, it's, it's hard actually, I think, to get a real clear picture of information, which is what I'm looking for, instead of a whole bias from even Fox News and from, from CNN and whatever. I, I just know HNN reported recently, that's Hell News Network, that demons are leaving Wasilla at an unprecedented rate. <laughs> Amen, I just heard that. The point is, in news, you're supposed to get information to help you make decisions. You're, you're informed. You learn about what's taking place in, in China and in Beijing. and You learn about what's taking place in Chile. You learn about what's happening around the world so that you can be informed. And you come away hopefully learning more and knowing more. It's not always the case these days. When you learn about the gospel... It, it informs you about God, who God is, the ways of God. It teaches you the things of the Lord. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the, the word. See, what I'm trying to tell you is that this faith, understanding and growing in faith, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. 
You see, if, if you were going to find out what was, being, what was playing on Channel 11 or, or uh, uh, you know, on the next, uh, the next movie on, on HBO, let's say, how would you do that? Uh, days gone by, I'd use a TV guide. Anybody remember the TV guide? You're all over 50 as well. Okay, the TV guide, I think, is probably out of business or they've gone electronic or something because, I mean, you could ask Siri what is on Channel 8 right now and it's going to tell you. She's not always right. But you can, you can find out. See, God gives us his word. His word is that which is our evidence, if I could just say it that way. If his word says it, then that is the, the evidence or the proof. And you take that thing and you bring it and you make it your own. So by his stripes, I am Heal. How do you release the supernatural is you get God's word on whatever topic that is and you begin to walk and declare it. It is your evidence. If God says it, then you believe it. Believe in faith. The word is pistis in the Greek. Then you make it your own. You have a confident assurance. One of the great things that most people don't do is that there's, there's a lot of books out written about why the Bible actually is God's word. And if you don't settle it tonight, if you don't settle it in your life that this really is God's word, it's not just put together by, you know, you know 66, 66 different books and three different continents and people from, you know, fig pickers to, to uh, kings and royalty. It's put together, and it, and it never contradicts itself. And if you meet somebody that's all oh, the Bible contradict, that's an ignorant person. Okay, that's somebody who's not educated. Are you serious right now? Yeah, no cap. For real, that's right. If somebody says it, it, it's, 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 uh, it's, you know, contradicts itself, it's only because they don't know what they're reading and they're not educated. Once you learn, and in fact, all the scholars that I know of, and so maybe there's some others that I don't know, but all the scholars that I know that went out to prove God's word as not true all ended up becoming believers. And I found this, that most people don't want to acknowledge that that's God's word, don't want to dig to really find out if it is, because if you actually do find out, then all the fornication, adultery, all the lying, all the cheating, all the stealing, all that, you're going to get convicted and actually you're going to have to make a decision. I got news for you. You're going to stand before him just like I am anyway. You might as well go all the way deep and find out that God's word really is true. Let every man be a liar. And his promises are yes and amen. And it's by faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more you hear God's word, the more information that you get, the more faith, more proof, the more evidence you get. And if you let that thing just ruminate, is that a word? Ruminate. I think it is. Amen. thought I was praying in tongues for a second. You let that thing just stir in you, you'll begin to walk in a dimension that you never have before. Listen, there are history books are waiting to be written about a people who would believe God's word, who'd walk by faith and not by sight. I'm going to tell you that God wants to set you so on fire, transform the way that you think so that you don't live by your feelings. Oh, God's here because my hair's standing. He's here if your hair's there. If you don't have any hair, he's here. You know, faith, you know, <laughs> faith in the word. This is a quote from uh, Dr. Frederick Price. Does anybody know who that is? Faith and the word are like water and wet. I'd like some water, no wet, thanks. Um, you can't do that because it's inseparable. If you have water, you get wet. When you have the word, you get faith. Faith in the word. Faith in the word. The word and faith, they work together. Come on, the confident assurance, the evidence, the word is this. The word is your evidence. It's your action too, please. James talks about that. The evidence is the word. So if God's word says you're healed, then you begin to make that real and, and, and pound it down in your spirit. He said, well, what if I'm sick? Learn to ignore your sickness and believe, have faith, have confident assurance, a hope, evidence. God's word says I'm healed. And you begin to speak that forth. You don't, you know, I'm healed. You know what I'm talking about? Has anybody ever been to those services where you got like the you know the evangelist that's maybe a little bit hyper and and he's just you know so jazzed but the person that comes up to get healed doesn't get healed from what we could tell and they're they're walking around 
I'm healed. Thank you, Lord. You know, their, their legs still dragging behind him. He said, well, what do you do if you have sickness, if you have infirmity? What, what do you do? Do you... Well, you don't just declare you're healed while you're having that thing. And I do believe in doctors. I, I do believe they're practicing medicine. But most of all, I believe in the great physician. Can you say amen? But you do your best to ignore it. I practiced this at the gym just the other day. I had a leg and shoulders routine to do. And I, uh, I just, I wrenched my wrist. So I couldn't put any pressure on it. And I was studying this text. I'm like, by your stripes, I'm healed. I'm healed. Lord, you're healing me. Thank you, God. I believe. I believe. I can't see it. I can't feel it right now. But your word says, in fact, it hurts, Lord. <laughs> and I did my best to just ignore it and begin to just declare um, the healing power of God. And there's so many scriptures. Listen, it works for finance. It works for your emotions. It works for every circumstances and every challenge in life. And so it came time to, uh, you know, work out with my, my wrist. And so I got under that shoulder press machine. And buddy, it hurt. And I just felt like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to ignore the pain and the Lord's going to heal me. Well, I didn't get 100% healed and it really hurt a lot. And, but it's better today. <laughs> I'm telling you, the, the evidence is the word. And if you'll understand that and apply it to your life, then you'll walk in a new dimension. Now faith, confident assurance, says one version of what we cannot see. Right now, are there, you know, right now, there, um, if, you, if you looked at your phone, go ahead, how many got a phone? Go ahead, check it out. And go to your settings. Show you something. Got your settings? Okay, go to Wi-Fi. Okay, I'm not sure what you all see right there. I see mom's phone. That would be you. Hey, what's up? Cisco 555. Anybody else see this? 5554. Excuse me. You got your settings open? You all got your settings open? Raise your hand if you see the Cisco 555555, whatever it is, four at the end. Oh, okay. Modo E5. Stephanie Auto Wi-Fi. What's up, girl? <laughs> okay, that's good right there. That's good. That's good. Okay, so apparently, you got that in your hand right now? Let's say, hold that up. Okay, there it is. That phone right now is producing a Wi-Fi signal, and, I, and it's hitting my phone right now. Now, I didn't, I didn't even know. I had no idea that Stephanie Wi-Fi was all up in this sanctuary. <laughs> Sergey's droid. What's up, Sergey? All right, everybody's like turning on all their stuff right now. There's Wi-Fi signal going through here right now. Would you, would that, is that a fair statement? Would you, what, what would be the proof of that? Because you certainly can't see it in the air. But I have some evidence here, Steph. I got some evidence. And I, I love the KC access. That's what I'm logged in on because I got the password. Do you know where I'm going with this? God has every single miracle, every single breakthrough. He has it for you. His will is available to be accessed by faith. By what? By faith in God's word. You want to know what it's in his resource, in his barn, in his, in his silo? You want to, you want to know what, whatever's coming down from heaven? What's the Wi-Fi that God's throwing down? Everything you need. And it's accessed by faith. Natural laws are accessed by natural laws. These temporal things. Come on, you pinch your neighbor. If, it's, if you don't know them, don't pinch them. Okay, it's natural. That which you can see. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. We walk by faith in what? Confident assurance or proof, evidence. What evidence? God's word. 
So there's, there's, there's waves going through here, Wi-Fi waves, and we were able to find out that sister had her Wi-Fi on. God's got, well, God's got power able to be released to you, but if you don't know how to access it by faith, you ain't getting nothing. Somebody said, well, you're so lucky. No, I'm not lucky. I'm working it. I'm believing. I'm praying. I'm walking by faith. The just shall live by faith. The substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Don't be a sensory Christian. Stop. You'll never see miracles. If you wait for yourself to feel healed and then, you, and, then, and then you believe healing, that's not how that works. And thank God for all the amazing times where he just came through and healed us. I mean, he's just good. And your human body can just heal itself. He made it that way. But sometimes you need a full-blown miracle. Full-blown miracles aren't accessed because you're, you know, listening to, you know. Thank you. That was like the Holy Ghost right there. He said, because you're listening to Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins is a false teacher. Do you know who Tony Robbins is? Are we using names now? Yeah, we are. Tony Robbins is a false teacher, okay? And he's a false prophet. I'll just say it that way. And do they have, how many of you, raise your hand if you know who Tony Robbins is. Okay, why do you say that he's a false prophet or a false teacher? Because he does not acknowledge Jesus or give honor to God whatsoever, and there's all kinds of miracles. People walking on hot coals, and it's to power the mind. It's, it's, it's secular humanism, the power, the, the power of the mind. You've heard it. You only use about 10% of your mind or 3%. If you can access the other 90%, then you can build the pyramids in Egypt. Yeah. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. The problem with that is that it does not acknowledge God as the source of all power, strength, and that which should receive honor. And the Bible clearly says that when things, when somebody comes like that, don't be surprised. Even like, a, like the devil comes as an angel of light. So don't be surprised for that person as an antichrist, as a false teacher, a false prophet. So it's terrifying to see all kinds of miracles with no acknowledgement of God. You want to run far. I don't care if you make a lot of money from that. It's a hook to take you deeper, to take you basically to hell. And believe me, your money ain't going to work in hell. Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Hashtag Tony Robbins false prophet. Second Corinthians chapter four and verse 18, while we look not at the things which are seen or senses, okay? We don't look at our senses. Say that. I don't look at my, my senses. They exist, but you do your best to ignore it. But at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen or your senses are temporal. That means subject to change. But the things which are not seen, senses, are eternal. It's two things. Seen things and unseen things. Western faith is basically sensory-oriented. So if you could see it, I'm just going to tell you, the, the building, I don't need faith to put the steel up. You know why? It's up. See, once you have the proof, it doesn't require faith anymore. And once, the evidence, once the proof is manifested... I mean, they found dinosaur bones, and they're like, no, there's no dinosaurs. But then when they excavated the whole mountain and they saw Tyrannosaurus rex, they're like, you know what? So, so they found the bone. That was proof of something. When they saw the whole thing, they're like, well, you know, we don't need proof because there it is. The Word of God will, will, will give you the evidence, the proof. Your faith make, brings it into the natural. There's no other way to make that happen. That building exists because you crazy people aligned with me and all of us together as a church to pray and to reach our hands out and do some obey to 10-year-old a few years ago somehow ended up, but somehow we were praying, we were fasting. I mean, some of you weren't, weren't here at that time, but we're growing so quickly that, I mean, we're, we're praying like, God, what are we going to do? Because if we want to continue to reach people, which is the whole reason we're here, to equip the saints for the work of ministry, to reach the lost at any cost, can you say Amen. That's why we're here. 
So we're not gonna just we're not just gonna stay us four and no more. We're gonna grow. The, the key is staying close and like a close knit small church as we get to be thousands and thousands of people. A lot of people say, I don't like large churches. No, you don't like the you don't like the play where it's not where it's not close. You you miss that. Well, you, that'll never be missed here because it's at the very core of who we are. So we started getting that place. We'd pray. We'd pray morning prayer. God, help us. Lord, Lord, help us. We, we looked at redoing this building, and there's no way to do that and, and do it right. You can get to the fact that we got as large as we are in this building is a total miracle. So, I mean, I mean they said basically you can get no, long, no more than 800 people in this church, and then you're out. We've gotten way more than that, and uh, we're continuing to grow. So we prayed and we prayed and we prayed and we prayed and we fasted and we prayed and we fasted. God, we know. God, I know you're going to release a place. And then, you know, the word of the Lord comes. And it comes prophetically. Dr. Morocco is the first one. I think you should go take a look at that old property. So I did. I phone called. Called the number on the side of the, you know, the for sale sign. Four million dollars. I thought, well, that's not God. Next. (laughs) I didn't have four million dollars worth of faith. What a joke. (laughs) <laughs> it was a joke to me it was like that's no I don't feel led at all right time goes by and my son who I think is 9 or 10 maybe he's 11 11 11 years old says dad let's go to the old church property you guys know the story most of you I said no let's not it was a Monday which is I don't know how it is for you pastor but that's like drop dead for me Monday's drop dead day it's like scrape yourself off the floor and then do whatever my wife tells me to. I mean, that's basically Monday. Happy wife, happy life. Hallelujah. And so we go see a movie. It was The Son of God. It was that movie that came out three, four years ago, something like that. Went and saw the movie, driving back. Daniel says, Dad, let's go to the old church property. And I'm like, no, let's not. Let's go home and nap. Amen. It's like, no, let's go to the old church property. And then Hannah says, yeah, Dad, let's go, which to me was very odd. Shopping, she would have been down for, but not going to see a church property. So, (laughs) amen. She's just, you know. So Hannah's like, yeah, let's go. And I'm like, what? And then Karen's like, okay, let's go. I'm thinking, I'm the only one that doesn't want to go? That's odd. So they're really insistent, and so they dragged me over there. I agreed, reluctantly, drove onto the property, but the second I got out of the property, got put my foot on the ground, I was just like, boom. Felt God's presence. And I thought, oh God. And I started to get overwhelmed at the fact that we owned this place, that property, 10 years ago. And as I'm standing there, I'm standing there going, man, we shouldn't even have a church. Some of you guys don't even know our whole story. Church shouldn't be here. If you knew the inner workings of what happened in some of those early days, buddy, churches that go through that kind of thing don't exist today. They just get wiped out. And I'm convinced the only reason we're standing here is because we prayed and begged pleaded with God, just tried to stay small and in our own eyes and do the right thing and repent a lot. Amen. Amen. So we get out there, feel God's presence, and I, I said, whoa, wow. So we walk into the barn, and uh, we walk into this barn, which was our first, our first church building, and as we walked in, I was immediately impacted by the next wave of God's presence. Standing there with my kids, standing where the pulpit used to be, and Danny and Hannah are running around. It's about, you know, knee deep. And some of you saw it. I mean, it had all kinds of construction debris, curse words all over the inside, all the windows blown out. Stood in there, and I thought, wow, this is where our first church was. I said, okay, kids, so the sound booth was up there. And how many of you were in the barn all those years ago? (coughs) Awesome. And so the sound booth is up there, and I said it had about 100 chairs, and I said, and the pulpit was right about... And I stood there, and I went right about here. And I said, oh, God, you're awesome. I was genuinely overcome with gratitude by the fact that we had this growing, flourishing church, and we needed another place to move to. I raised my hands. I said, oh, God, thank you so much. And he thundered. Now, my kids say they didn't hear it. So it had to be internal, but it sounded so loud that that it could have been audible for me. I mean, I don't know. You know, Paul heard a voice, but everybody else just heard noise or saw the light or whatever. And the Lord said, I'm giving you the property back. I was just like, what? That's impah. Amen. Because in my mind, four million is like insane. And so he said, I'm giving you the property back. And I thought, I said, that's impossible. And I almost said impossible. But you listen, I could have cursed the whole thing right then. I'm just telling you something some of you don't realize. 
And I thought, no, 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 nothing's impossible. Nothing's impossible to God. With God, nothing's impossible. All things are possible to him that believes. That, amen. I said, Lord. And I told the kids, hey, God just spoke to me. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah. He said he's giving us the property back. They're like, cool. And they like kicked something and, you know, they went on. I walk outside. I call John Paoletti. John answers the phone. I said, dude, here's what happened. He's like, whoa, that's amazing. Why don't you call on it? He calls. It was a Monday. They were open. He finds out they'll take a million dollars for the property. When they called me that, when they told me that, I hung up on him instantaneously, called Dr. Morocco, and it's one of four times or three times, I think, that he's yelled at me. He yelled, put an offer in! Put an offer in! Now, put an offer in! I just like, okay! <laughs> I just hung up and called John back, put an offer in, put an offer in. We tied that thing up, and we had no cent. We had not one cent. Listen, can God heal your marriage? Yes! Can God heal you? Yes! Can God set the captives free? Yes! Can God turn the nation around? Yes! Can he save your stubborn, thick-headed uncle? Yes! By faith. If you don't learn to walk by the word, you will never see the supernatural dimension of God. Ever. And just because you don't have money doesn't mean it's not God. Just because you can't see it, shoot. If you can't see it, let that be some evidence to you too. That building is going to be, it is done. The building is done. It's already done. I'm moving in now. I'm walking right now to the back. I'm, I'm ordering a double espresso. A doppio campana. I can hear the steam. Now I'm walking towards the window where the 77,000 cars a day go by. And they're all looking. The power of God. Revival. Churches planted all over the land. Hey, what's that giant church I see in Anchorage? It's Pastor Chesterton's church. <laughs> I've seen it. Come on! Come on! It's by faith. It's by faith. One more scripture. One more. Romans 4, 17. Romans 4, 17. As it is written, I've made thee a father of many nations before him. He believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead, and calleth, King James, calls those things, pay attention, which be not as though they were. He calls those things. Can you give me the NIV on that one? Romans 4, 17. As it is written, I've made you a father of many nations. He's our father in the sight of God, in whom we believed. The God who gives life to the dead and calls into being... Things that were, were not. There is an, the invisible realm of the spirit is where God is. He is spirit. You access that by faith. God's word is the proof, the evidence, you taking action on God's word releases miracles. That's how that works. You take action on what God's word says. So, so what, what's a topic that, that we might need some help on? Healing. First Peter, uh, somewhere, it's in First Peter. <laughs> 2.23, by his stripes, we are healed. So you take that and you declare that and meditate on it. Most people don't meditate. It's not a new age. New age stole it, from, stole it from the Lord. You meditate on that. By his stripes, by the 39 lashes, I'm healed. The 39 lashes made a way from supernaturally. His lashes on his body actually supernaturally bring healing into my body. Right now, by his stripes, I am healed. The whips on his, the, the lashes on his back brought healing to me now. I received that. I, I, you, all who came to you were healed. Luke chapter 5, and the presence of the Lord was there to heal. All who came to Jesus were healed. Lord, you can, you can do it, you're, and you're willing to do it. You're able to 
to do it. Lord, right now, by your stripes, I am healed. By your stripes. Come on, if you've got something that needs to be healed, begin to exercise your faith. Move it around. Lay hands on yourself. By your stripes, I am healed. Exodus chapter 15, some more proof for you. I am the Lord thy God that healeth thee. Lord, thank you. You are our healer. You're releasing he You released healing already. I believe it. I believe. I've got faith, confident assurance. I've got evidence. Substance of things hoped for. Evidence of things not seen. I don't see it with my natural eye. But I'm going to tell you, my wrist is improving with every, to every step I'm taking. Um, my pain's leaving my wrist. Is there anybody else receiving healing right now? Come on, it's by faith right now in the name of Jesus. Receive healing to your broken heart. Receive healing to your mind. Receive healing. Or you can stay sick. It's not God's will for you to die of some illness. Stop owning the thing and begin to walk in faith. Walk in breakthrough. How faith works. Faith works. But most people don't work their faith. They don't grow. They don't listen to the word. I, I, uh, I'm helping a bunch of uh, youth. And uh, we took a little survey of how many of them read the word. I mean, just, just think about this. If, if, the word, if the word of faith, if... If God's word is what helps our faith grow and it's the evidence or the proof, if God's word says it, then it's possible to be released into the natural, right? You can't see it. You access it by your confidence, your assurance. It's the proof of what you can have. If you see it in the word, then you can have it. I said, if you see it in the word, then you can have it. Well, I'm not sure I believe that. Right, that, then you, you're going to get whatever you believe. I don't believe that. Well, then you can just stay with lint in your pockets, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, as for me and my house, I'm going to everything that God has. Amen. You know, $4 million is chump change now. But three years ago, I needed a big boost of faith. Yeah, now we just need like nine, so it's no big deal. <laughs> nine, N-I-N-E, million, M-I-L. And I don't know how to spell the rest of it, but if you... You can send your check in if you want to, and uh, the Lord will bless you for it. Amen. Walk by faith. Learn, how, learn to access the miracles. You don't have to be, you don't have to, you don't have to be, um, you know, dead, dying, toe up from the flow of Christianity. It's not God's will. You should have a blessed life in all that you do. Amen. Prosperous. Everybody say prosperous. Very good. Prosperity is having what you, what you need when you need it. Silver and gold have I none. That would kind of wreck your, you know, if it was just about money. That's no, okay. Thank you, sir. Because I just want to like play with it a little bit. Like. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have. How many of you know Junior Boy that had been there for 30-plus years? He was 40 years old. He didn't need a handout. He didn't need a, he didn't need a C note. He needed some legs. The legs were released by faith in the name of Jesus. Faith in the name of Jesus releases miracles. So is anything impossible? Not according to God's word, it's not. God's will will be fulfilled and accomplished by faith. His word, his will, his way, faith. The, the, the word of God is your proof that you then take action on and it releases miracles. Can you say amen? Stand upon your feet all across this place. That being true, I would say it's relatively important to read the Word. Not just read it, but actually learn it. I was talking to a bunch of youth that, I'm, that I mentor, and um, I'm surprised at how many don't read the Word every day. I mean, it's, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. Now, there's the gift of faith, Mark eleven twenty two. 22. That's, that's a little bit different. That's a gift of faith. How many of you know what that is? That's the gift of faith that's perfect. It's God's faith that drops on you at times. 
And we've had that happen too. And you can pray for that. But the faith that grows, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That word, you receive information, proof, and evidence of what he can do. And then that stirs within you a confident assurance, substance. It's the substance of that which is hoped for and evidence that then realizes there's a woolly mammoth because you you have the bone. The bone is like the word. Can I just say it that way? So you know there's a woolly mammoth up there. Does that make sense? Did you get anything? Trying to communicate it differently than maybe you've ever heard it before so that you walk in a new dimension of faith. Because if you don't do that, you'll never see all that God has for you. And we'll never see all that God has for us. Father, thank you. Come on, just worship him all across this place. confident assurance what I cannot see I walk by faith I walk by faith I walk by faith but I cannot see Holy Spirit let your power come If you need healing tonight, it's only 8.30. I'm going to go for just a couple more minutes. But if you need healing and you didn't get healed in that first wave, and you want healing tonight, quickly step out from where you are. Come all the way up to the front. Carol, when you got here, when Carol got here, she with a walker, I, I think you were deaf, Partially deaf, legally deaf, deaf, and blind in one eye? Partially, you had uh, vision problems. That was some other person that got healed. Look, you had vertigo. Has anybody ever had that? That's a will killer. I mean, the whole room's spinning and you can't stand up. It's terrible. You don't have any vertigo. What do you need tonight? You just want to worship? Your brain is continuing to heal. It's being renewed too. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for her car. Thank you for continued healing. Come on, just access. Receive right now. Healing right now. Right now. Just a few more moments in the service. That's it right there. Boom. Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit. Right now. Right now. <laughs> um, Christianity is not a spectator sport, so y'all just go after Jesus. <laughs> go after him. Ask him to do something in your own life. Holy Spirit. Father, thank you for this incredible couple. Holy Spirit. For the thing that you so deeply desire is is even on the way. I've spoken once, twice. It is so. There's a timing that's involved for things at at the... the right thing at the wrong time is the wrong thing. 
The Lord has got you synced up so profoundly in the plan of God. Humility is a magnet for my presence, says the Lord. And I have seen a humility and a, a grace that's upon this couple. You were taught well. And even like the, those that have gone before you, their ceiling is, is your floor. And the ideas that are swirling deep within you are going to continue to, to grow and flourish. There's wisdom in a multitude of counsel, but even like Bezalel was anointed by the Holy Spirit and how to build and all kinds of creativity, I'm going to give you creative ideas of how to build that church and how to build the church being the people especially, how to build leaders. And you are going to honor the former the former wineskin, the old wineskin will not burst for the new wine that flows through you. It's imperative to move quickly on other items so that you don't lose the harvest with these younger ones. And while you honor the culture and, and that which you've been a part of, the Lord says he's going to open up some avenues that are alongside for you to release that gift. Like I saw you, I saw you online, that kind of thing. And there's, it's going to grow. And I'm going to put language and speech through you and your wife to touch the hearts of a generation. I'm going to see young, young adults coming. And I see young business entrepreneurs that are going to come around you. For There's an entrepreneurial gift also on you. There's a gift of leadership and a gift of faith, but an entrepreneurial gift to be able to walk uh, even in the high places with those that are extremely wealthy and uh, those with great influence because you're not moved by money and you're not moved by influence. You really don't care. You really do care about the Lord and his plan and his will. And the Lord says, I'm going to put you in some political halls, even behind the scene, and you're going to be a man that speaks words of wisdom, a woman, a woman that speaks words of wisdom, apples of gold and settings of silver you'll release to, to those that are around you. My hand is upon you, and I'm going to release multiplication and the blessing of God. Favor, 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 favor. And again, the thing that you most desire, your prayer has been heard. Your prayer, I heard the Lord say, your prayer has been heard. I'm here for you. Everything that they took, I give it back to you. You alone have stood the test. You alone, Holy Spirit, have walked by faith. Holy Spirit. You alone have called my name. And I heard you, says the Lord. I've heard you cry. Woo. I've heard you your tears. Oh. And I've heard your voice. Now I'm here For you are not alone Says the Lord You are not alone Says the Lord You are not alone Says the Lord You are not alone Let the Lord touch you Some of you really need that You're not alone you are not alone, says the Lord. Let him touch you tonight. You are not alone, says the Lord. 
You were not alone. You were not alone. Hey. You were not alone. You were not alone. You were not alone. I'm with you. You were not alone. I'm for you. So who can be against you? You are not alone. You are not alone. Let the Holy Spirit touch you just a few more you moments. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. Be healed. From your broken you are not alone. Be healed from chronic loneliness. You are not alone. 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 I've carved you in the palm of my hand. I've hemmed you in before and behind. I will never, never, never leave you or forsake you. Thank you for joining today's podcast. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, you can partner with us and give at kcalaska.com. Also, Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and enjoy more messages like this one.